Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everybody, welcome into another exciting edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey over the course of the next hour. And we've got a busy show for you here. Joining us later on in the hour from Bally Sports Florida and FloridaPanthers.com, Katie Gauze is going to stop by. Coming up next segment, George Richards from Florida Hockey Now. He's going to stop by, give us some thoughts on the Panthers, on the trade deadline. So lots to get to coming up later on in the show. Here in this segment, we're going to take a look back at a busy week that was for the Panthers. We'll look back at Thursday's 4-3 win for the Cats on the road over the Montreal Canadiens. And we'll take a look at tonight. Night's game, the Panthers and the Ottawa Senators. 7 o'clock face-off across the Panthers radio network. We're on the air with Panthers preview beginning at 6.30. Same times for tomorrow. The Panthers will wrap up their Canadian road trip tomorrow night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's going to be a 7 o'clock face-off, 6.30 Panthers preview. That is tomorrow night. The Panthers will finally be back home on Tuesday at 7 against Montreal. The Panthers will have played seven consecutive road games when they hit the ice at home on Tuesday. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock face-off, Montreal in town, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. The Panthers will also be home against Chicago coming up on Thursday night at 7 o'clock, so you won't want to miss that. This Panthers team, they're coming off that big win over the Canadians back on Thursday night. It's not a matter of if this team's going to make the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's when they make the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, folks, you can secure your playoffs pre-sale access. Your Florida Panthers are on the hunt for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Sign up now for pre-sale access and be notified first when single-game tickets become available. Go to floridapanthers.com for all the information and a reminder folks the Feltman's value pack it's back for this season each Feltman's value pack includes Panthers tickets for four people as well as a Feltman's all natural hot dog popcorn and soda go to floridapanthers.com slash value pack for more information well the Panthers are coming off that 4-3 win over the Montreal Canadiens and it wasn't just a big road game in Montreal it was the Panthers debut for three new acquisitions. Of course, Claude Giroux, who had played 1,000 games with the Philadelphia Flyers, the only organization he'd ever been with, 
He was traded to the Panthers before the deadline. The Panthers also acquired Ben Sherratt, a defenseman from Montreal, in the lead-up to the trade deadline. And the Panthers added defenseman Robert Haig from the Buffalo Sabres. They all got into the lineup for the first time as Panthers back on Thursday night. But prior to the game, here was Claude Giroux as he was preparing to suit up for the first time as a member of the Panthers, how he was approaching it. Uh, it's just something I've never done before, so it's a little nerve-wracking, but uh, very excited. I mean, uh, the practices are uh, high tempo. We're, uh, guys are fast, and I don't know we're having fun out there. Yeah, those guys are uh, fast players. Uh, Barkov can, can do pretty much anything you want a player to do, so uh, I'm going to try to fit on uh, fit in in the line try to bring some uh, uh, some playmaking and um, just go to go to the net and just have fun out there uh, there's a lot of excitement in the locker room guys are excited to get uh, to get going and uh, it's definitely going to be a little bit weird early on but uh, you know, when when the game's going, I think all of that goes behind you. That was Clojureau prior to his first game as a Florida Panther back on Thursday. The Panthers would win that game 4-3. Giroux would pick up a couple of assists. Ben Sherratt, Robert Haig, defenseman, making their Panthers debuts. They also picked up assists in that game, so all three new additions got on the score sheet. Speaking of the score sheet, here are the highlights. The Panthers' goals from that 4-3 win in Montreal back on Thursday as they aired on the Florida Panthers radio network. Here's Barkov up the left side, a shot, and he scores. And just like that, this game is tied up. Alexander Barkov cuts through the left circle, lets it rip, and he beats Jake Allen. And we've got a busy start to this one tonight in Montreal. 36 seconds in, each team has one. Back to play it, and he'll make a move here on the near side. Lost it, a shot from Marchman, and the save made by Allen. Caught up to it, he scores! Mason Marchman follows in his own chance, and he gives the Panthers a 2-1 lead with the rebound goal. Across from McKenzie Weaker, long shot deflecting and it winds up here in the near corner. Handled by Huber though then. Huber though, out to the point. Sherratt, he'll have it at the blue line. Long shot tipped in front they score and the Panthers are up 3-2. A long shot from Sherratt that looks like Anthony Duclair got a piece of it. And with that, a deflection, and the Panthers take a one-goal lead. Front, hopped over the stick of Reinhardt here on the near side. Reinhardt able to run it down off the boards, hands it down low. Side of the net, Huberto, Reinhardt in front, shot, and he scores. A power play goal, and the Panthers take a 4-2 lead. Sam Reinhardt rips it out of the right circle after a really nice pass from Jonathan Huberto. Final seconds tick away, and that's it for this one. The Panthers... Start off this Canadian swing with a 4-3 win in Montreal over the Canadians. So a big 4-3 victory for the Panthers on the road over Montreal back on Thursday. The Panthers practiced yesterday before they hit the road for Ottawa. Here's Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette after yesterday's practice. First talking about the scoring depth this Panthers team has. They were deep already and now they've added some big guns to the fold. Here's what Andrew Brunette had to say about the overall scoring depth this team has. Yeah, I mean, we're obviously really fortunate and uh, lucky to have as many really good players as we have. And, and uh, at times it takes some selflessness. And I think we have exhi exhibited that all year where uh, we don't care who scores, everybody feels good. And I think it's a really good, great trait from our group that uh, 
we're all happy. It doesn't matter who scores, what happens. And uh, it, it's, they've been a treat to be around because of that. Panthers interim head coach Andrew Burnett right there talking about the wealth of talent this Panthers team has. Now the Panthers will see Ottawa tonight. And they're not a team that's in the playoff mix, but they are a team that does play with a lot of energy, and they do have some scoring punch and a lot of young guys. This is a team that's going to be very good uh, a year or two down the road. Here's what Andrew Burnett had to say as the Panthers prepare for this matchup against the Senators. Again, this was after practice yesterday. They're a young, hungry team, and uh, they're out to prove themselves, and no better team to prove than against us. And uh It'll be a challenge again tomorrow night. They're going to play hard. We talked a little bit after the game last night. We get all these teams that uh, maybe record-wise aren't there, but these are their playoffs and these are their games that they're trying to prove themselves. And tomorrow will be no different. I think they're trying to prove themselves. They're trying to for some of them for next year, some of them just to to try to stay in the lineup. So yeah, they're they're uh, they're very scary games because you know every night we're going to get their, the other team's best game and we got to be ready to go. We can't get too comfortable. Andrew Burnett talking about the matchup against Ottawa. Last time out, Sam Reinhart picked up another goal for the Panthers. He's had a great season. We're going to hear from Sam Reinhart in just a moment, but here's Andrew Burnett talking about just what Sam Reinhart has meant to this team. Yeah, I mean, speaks volumes to, to of our group that we can play him in any different line, and, and every line that he plays on generates offense. And uh, again, we're, we're very lucky to have that kind of depth. Um, he's such an intelligent player. If he... he fits in anywhere he just he makes plays he, he's just he's uh probably one of the highest high guys i've ever been around and he's having a great season andrew burnett there talking about the successful season that sam reinhardt has had sam reinhardt's been a key part of the panthers power play all season long now let's hear from reinhardt himself he talks about the panthers adding claude Giroux to that top power play unit and then goes on to talk about all the depth the panthers have yeah i think no matter who you add to a power play it's you know you're, you're you're trying to figure out guys tendencies and stuff and and you know i thought we did a good job early we moved it around um you know we're gonna find them back on that but you know i i think to have a couple early in the game helped us out um you know get those reps in a little bit um and then yeah we're, we're able to get a big one um you know in the third to to uh win the game for us you know it's it's a lot of fun to be a part of um you know, you you're you're able to conserve a lot of energy throughout the year, and 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 feel that much better more often. Um, you know, when you when you've got this many guys producing, so um, you know, I think it takes pressure off everybody. So Panthers forward Sam Reinhardt right there, who's been around a point a game all season long, having a great first season in a Panthers uniform, and he's been a key part to what this team's been able to do all season long. So the Panthers now look ahead to tonight's game. They'll be on the road against the Ottawa Senators, 7 o'clock face-off, 6.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. Tomorrow night, same thing, but the Panthers will be in Toronto, 7 o'clock face-off, 6.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. The Panthers return home for Tuesday night's matchup against the Montreal Canadiens. It's going to be a 7 o'clock game. Thursday at 7, the Panthers have the Chicago Blackhawks at FLA Live Arena and Sunrise. Again, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Busy rest of the show coming your way. We're going to take a brief pause here, and when we come back, we'll be joined by George Richards from Florida Hockey Now. Get his thoughts on the trade deadline, the Big Panthers acquisitions, and more coming up later on in the show. Katie Gauss from Valley Sports Florida and FloridaPanthers.com will be joining us. So a lot to get to as we cruise along, folks. Doug Plagans here with you. This is the Florida Panthers. Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. 
Welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as always, and we'll be joined by a special guest coming up here in just a moment. And well, the Panthers, a big game tonight, big couple of games over the weekend. They've got the Ottawa Senators tonight at 7 p.m., and it's going to be a 6.30 pregame show for you across the Panthers radio network. And then tomorrow, a much-anticipated game, the Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs, 7 o'clock face-off, 6.30 Panthers preview across the radio network, first of three matchups between the Panthers and the Leafs. So no doubt those three games will have big impact on the Atlantic division moving forward as we head down the stretch. Panthers coming off that win Montreal 4-3 back on Thursday night. Panthers fans, not too early to start planning for the 2023 NHL All-Star Game here in South Florida. Come see some of the biggest stars across the league showcase their skills and enjoy some South Florida sun. Pre-sale access is available to territory members. For more information, go to floridapanthers.com slash members. Mention the Panthers back home Tuesday against Montreal at 7 Thursday at 7 against Chicago at FLA Live Arena, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. And kind enough to join us now here on the Panthers Insider Show from Florida Hockey Now, George Richards stopping by the show, friend of the program. And, well, George, first, thanks for taking some time out for us here on a Saturday morning, getting ready for a big Panthers game tonight as the Cats are in Ottawa to take on the Senators. But the first things first, I want to get your thoughts on the busy trade deadline season. You've been covering the Panthers for a long time. Where did this trade deadline season rank among others that uh, you've been able to cover? And welcome into the program as always. Well, first off, good morning, Doug. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, as far as trade deadlines go, I mean, this has to be one of the highlights as far as the Florida Panthers go, right? I mean, probably last year was was probably their best one or most productive one when you when you consider the players that that Bill Zito brought in you know, in 2021 Sam Reinhart etc um, and this one just you know exceeded that when you look at the players that Florida got when you looked at the the, the main need we all knew was defense um, he went out and took care of that uh, you know before the deadline hit and then you know then you can focus on the luxury item and and that was Claude Giroux and they were able to get that one as well so yeah and and and, and let's not forget Hag who they bring in on Sunday after Aaron Ekblad uh you know going on LTIR frees up some money so very good trade deadline for the Panthers for Bill Zito and you know they added a lot of firepower they added some some size some grit and did exactly what they had hoped to do George Richards, Florida Hockey Now here with us, and you touched on all three acquisitions that Bill Zito was able to make uh, around the trade deadline there. But what does it tell you, George, uh, looking back even to the summer when, uh, for example, Joe Thornton, he handpicked the Panthers, wanted to come down to South Florida and take a run at the Stanley Cup with this group. And the guys that we saw over the over the summer, guys like Brandon Montour, he he wanted to come back. He wanted to be a part of this moving forward. Uh, obviously, Alexander Barkov signing the, the big contract. He wanted to be here long term. And then you have a guy like Claude Giroux, who, you know, he he wanted to be specifically a, a Florida Panther if he wasn't going to be a Philadelphia Flyer anymore, where he spent the first 1000 games of his National Hockey League career. What's it tell you about what has been built here, what Bill Zito's put together when you've got big names who are singling out the Panthers as a destination spot? 
Yeah, and, and you nailed it right there. I mean, that's something I asked a couple players about uh, when it happened because, you know, for those folks who have been following the Panthers for a long time or fans of the Panthers, this is kind of a first because, you know, in years past, players may have only wanted to come here at the end of their careers and, you know, kind of a nice paycheck deal and golf golf in the afternoon and flip-flops to practice kind of thing and kind of retire but that's not the case here. Uh, like you said, last summer, the, the big thing, as many moves as the Panthers made, having Joe Thornton pick you to say, hey, I've only got one more crack at this, maybe two. I'm choosing the Florida Panthers to chase the Stanley Cup. That opened a lot of eyes, not only in, in that room, but around the league. When, when, when someone of Joe Thornton's stature is chasing the Stanley Cup and he chose you. Here, fast forward six months, whatever it is, and Claude Giroux does the exact same thing. He tells the Philadelphia Flyers, I've got a no trade, and I'm only going to Florida. And Philadelphia confirmed that. They said the only team that, that, that ever was in the discussion were the Florida Panthers. And that is just a lift to the room. I mean, we heard last night, uh, Ben Chirot talked about, you can see the swagger this team has, the excitement every player on the Panthers has just to play the game um, and stuff like this only enhances that. So that tells them, Hey, we're on the right track. We know we're good and we're going to keep moving forward. And you just keep it. It's just an abundance of riches right now. As far as the Panthers go, you look down those lines and you look at the defensive pairings and um, you know, they are absolutely stacked. George Richards, Florida hockey now joining us here and, well, we talk about the Panthers' depth there, everything the Panthers did at the deadline. What do you think of the overall feel of the Eastern Conference at the deadline? It felt almost like an arms race because you had the New York Rangers who were acquiring depth. The Tampa Bay Lightning always make a savvy move or two. They did that again. The Carolina Hurricanes added pieces. Of course, we've talked about what the Panthers did. Pittsburgh was beefing up for the uh, playoffs as well. Uh, the Eastern Conference was already going to be a gauntlet. Whoever comes out of the Eastern Conference will certainly have earned earned that trip to the Stanley Cup Final when, uh, when that time comes around. But after the trade deadline, this, this conference, one through eight, you've got eight teams, George, that you know, nobody's just going to be happy to be there. Everybody who's going to make the playoffs on the Eastern side is going to feel like they have a legitimate shot at this thing. What were your thoughts on just the way that the Eastern conference teams seem to be uh, trying to one up each other? It almost felt like at the deadline. Yeah. I spoke to Bill Zito um, at the all-star break and I asked him what he thought the trade market would look like if he could, you know, look into that crystal ball, knowing that there are eight teams in the East that are in their tickets are punched. There's eight teams in the East. The West is kind of a, the wild, wild West, right? We don't know who's going to make it out of that conference, but um the market was kind of set in the East. You had eight teams in the East and everybody else is selling. And it's just crazy. The, the, the arms race is an absolute perfect way to say it. I mean, because that's what it is. The Panthers would get a guy the next day. You'd see someone else pick up a uh, The Tampa Bay made a deal. And, and then here comes Boston with a move. And then what, you know, Washington makes a move. So everybody in the East, feels like they improved themselves. The Carolina Hurricanes, for whatever reason, didn't do a whole lot. Um, I heard some stories about that, but, you know, they end up picking up Max Domi on the cheap. Uh, the Panthers, 
ironically kind of help out with that in the three team deal with Columbus, but um, everybody just, just bolstered their lineups and, and Florida still comes out on top. I think with, with, with the two big moves uh, that, that they made uh, because you look in the top five of the, 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 of the trade targets, Florida got two of those top five, arguably. So um, Florida wins the arm race. They probably already had the best team in the East and they only added to that, but yeah, you're right. It's going to be an unbelievable playoff in the East. You've got one through eight. You're looking at right now, number eight is Washington. Number seven, as we speak, Doug, is the Tampa Bay Lightning. So uh, what are you talking about here? I mean, it's the East is a, is a beast. So um, it, it's not going to be easy coming out of this conference. No doubt about that. Yeah, I can't remember the last time when you had a, a whole conference worth of playoff teams that are all going to see themselves as contenders, there's not going to be anybody who snuck in on the last day. Everybody's going to be focused on the prize at the end. George Richards, Florida hockey now uh, stopping by here with us. Uh, last one that we'll leave you with here, George, uh, obviously the Panthers have the Ottawa senators tonight and not undermining any opponent, but I think anybody would say that the, uh, the main course, the feature presentation of this weekend is when the Panthers finally get to see the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow night, I guess a two parter here to leave you with just how big are these 48 hours? Because every game at this point in the season, even when you have a record like the Panthers do every point is so huge, but how big specifically is that game against the Leafs coming up tomorrow night at seven o'clock? Yeah. I mean that, you know, Andrew Burnett was asked about the Toronto Maple Leafs before they even left to, to, to play Montreal, right? I mean, that's how, how big it is. They haven't played each other yet this season. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are obviously uh, jockeying for position in the Atlantic division. Um, it, it's going to be a tough game, especially when you consider that the Florida Panthers are playing Ottawa tonight. So it's going to be the second half of a back-to-back for the Panthers. Um, you know, not the best way to go into it. You would have rather have played Toronto on Saturday, but, you know, get a little hockey night in Canada action, but you'll take Ottawa. And, and you know, if, if the Panthers, again, anytime you look at a back-to-back, if you can get three out of the four points, you're happy with it. Um, I'm sure the Panthers are looking, you know, at that, this, that way as well. But if you can, if you can beat Ottawa tonight and then take care and then beat Toronto tomorrow, get four out of the four, that really says something about this team. I don't think that that they're too concerned with, with how they play. They know it's a back-to-back. You know, it's just the way the schedule works itself out. But um, it should be a very exciting game. Toronto's been looking at the Panthers all season long. That uh, You're going to have a really jacked-up crowd in Toronto for a Sunday night game. Should be a lot of fun, Doug. George Richards, Florida Hockey Now here with us. Yeah, it feels like forever ago now uh, for a while. Folks were nitpicking the Panthers' road record, but uh, really because yeah. there wasn't anything else to nitpick with uh, with this team, and they've uh, put all that in the rear view as they've played some really good hockey away from home. Uh, George Richards, Florida Hockey Now. Tell all the folks out there where they can find you. Yeah, just come on over, floridahockeynow.com. Uh, you know, we've got uh, two, three, four stories up on the Panthers every single day. So uh, anything you need to know about the Florida Panthers, it's at floridahockeynow.com. Visit me on Twitter at George Richards. And we've also got the YouTube page, Florida Hockey Now, uh, where we've got all the interviews from the players and coaches and everything else in between right there. Check it all out right now. Florida Hockey Now. George Richards, kind enough to stop by. George, thank you very much for your time as always. And enjoy the games this weekend. Going to be a busy 48 hours. Yes, it is. Thank you, Doug. Have a good day, bud. Thank you very much, George Richards. Florida Hockey Now, kind enough to stop by, taking some time out for us here on this edition 
of the Panthers Insider Show. Panthers fans, come out to Pucks and Pints Beer Fest presented by Funky Buddha Brewery on April 24th at FLA Live Arena. Sample unlimited beer, listen to live music, watch the Cats defend home ice that night against the rival Tampa Bay Lightning at six. Portion of the proceeds benefit the Florida Panthers Foundation. Must be 21 or older to enter. Go to panthersfoundation.org for more information. Panthers in Ottawa tonight at seven, in Toronto tomorrow at seven, and then Tuesday back home against Montreal for a seven o'clock face-off. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. Big thanks, George Richards, for stopping by this segment. Coming up next segment, Katie Goss from Valley Sports Florida and FloridaPanthers.com. She's going to stop by the show, so another friend of the program stopping by next segment. Looking forward to that, folks. Doug Plagans here with you. This is the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey, everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Panthers hockey, and we've got a very special guest, friend of the program joining us here in just a moment of course the Panthers are coming off uh, a victory on the road against the Montreal Canadiens back on Thursday so the Panthers four three winners on Thursday over Montreal they're getting ready for a game tonight in Ottawa it's going to be a seven o'clock face-off 6 30 Panthers preview across the radio network and then tomorrow night much anticipated the Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs Hard to believe the two division foes haven't played each other yet this season. The Panthers and the Leafs, that's going to be tomorrow. 7 o'clock face-off, 6.30 Panthers preview. And then the Panthers are back home Tuesday. Feels like it's been forever, but the Panthers will be back home Tuesday night when they welcome in those same Montreal Canadiens. So uh, Tuesday, 7 o'clock, FLA Live Arena. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. And you can welcome Clojure to Panthers territory. Score tickets for $28 as we welcome number. 28 join the cats for the playoff push limited seats available while supplies last go to floridapanthers.com slash offers for more information joining us now here on the panthers insider show where she is a friend of the program from valley sports florida floridapanthers.com katie gauze kind enough to stop by once again katie thanks very much for being here with us today great to have you back on the panthers insider show how are you on this saturday morning Doug, thank you so much. As always, very excited to be here. Very happy to be chatting Panthers hockey. Uh, I liked what you said. It feels like forever. Could these guys come home already? I'm getting a little stir crazy. It's been great watching them on the road, of course, but especially with new faces on the team, I know we're all anxious to get to see them on Panthers home ice, but I am good. I'm looking forward to some very important matchups coming up here. The Toronto one, like you mentioned in particular, I think is one that I've had kind of circled on my calendar for a little while. So a lot of good things to be excited about and coming off a very busy week of everything with the trade deadline. Uh, there's some craziness going on, but in a good way. Well, why don't we start there, Katie, with the, the trade deadline? Of course, the Panthers were active. It was pretty busy across the entire league. The Panthers, though, were the team that landed the most sought after forward that was rumored to be on the market and the most sought after defenseman that was rumored to be on the market. And they got both of those done prior to the deadline. But uh, just want to get overall your impressions of the crazy trade deadline season that we saw since this is our first Panthers insider show since uh, the deadline came and went. What did you think of everything? I'm thrilled with the results for the cats. And I think, you know, anytime you have a trade deadline, the, the big measuring stick for kind of figuring out how great did we do was seeing the reaction for the general manager and Bill Zito, you know, he can be a guy that keeps it close to the vest, but he couldn't stop smiling when we spoke with him. He was thrilled. Um, and I really liked when we got a chance to chat 
how he said that back in January, they had kind of circled a few names of their top potential in you know, a wish list type players and they landed both of them. So, I mean, you can't really ask for much more. And like you mentioned, Doug, you know, they were the two top, you know, forward and defenseman available out there. So to be able to have both of them coming to South Florida, not to mention the fact that Zito did a really great job of not having to shake up or stir up too mm -hmm. much on the existing roster in order to do so. I mean, you really can't ask for much more and I'm thrilled to see these guys. I mean, they already are starting to make an impact and that's one game in without, you know, establishing chemistry. Ben Sherratt hasn't even had a full practice with this, you know, the cats team really up until that point. So, you know, to be able to come into that very first game and already be kind of finding his groove and playing alongside Mackenzie Weger. I mean, I just think there's so much to be excited about with these with these new acquisitions. Every single one of them, you know, not only fits well with the team, but was done in a way that allows the team to maintain all the good chemistry and the good vibes that they've had all season long. A couple things I want to get to off what you just brought up there, Katie, but I know you had a chance to chat uh, with Bill Zito, uh, not just in the media availability, but a uh, chance to do a, a quick interview with them afterward for, uh, for FloridaPanthers.com. And I'm sure some of the folks saw it on social media as well, which everybody can go and check that out, of course, uh, at FLA Panthers. But uh, Katie, in that conversation you had with him, it, Bill Zito really emphasized the fact, and I thought this was important, uh, he really emphasized the, pack, the fact that uh, when they go out looking for a player, they're not really just looking for the hockey skill. They're looking for somebody that's going to be a fit character-wise in what's mm -hmm. already a, a really strong dressing room. And, and I thought that was, that was interesting. It was a point that when you asked about it, Bill Zito really drove home. Oh, absolutely. And I think we've sort of seen, you know, that mentality from him since he's gotten here. Right. I mean, but the, the, the way that he's been able to establish this shift in the culture by some of the pieces that he's brought up, you know, brought in even from the beginning. I mean, Patrick Hornquist comes to mind, even when, you know, he's been drafting players and we've asked him about, you know, their personalities and he's, you know, always made sure to emphasize the character of the, the kids. It's something that is clearly very important to him and has made a huge difference on this team. So when we, when we got to talk to him about it, you could see him right away, just, very emphatic about how important that element was. And I mean, it's no secret. This cat's group has such a good thing going inside that locker room and to be, you know, making trades or moving players. You have to be careful. There is a secret sauce to, to mm -hmm. this recipe that they have working right now. And to be able to m minimize the changes that he made while also bringing in guys that, you know, for example, okay. Claude Giroux has connections with Gudis. Then he gets Robert Haig who has connections to Giroux. Ben Sherratt has leadership experience, has, you know, playoff experience, is just respected as a really good guy. I mean, these are all things that Bill Zito very carefully factored in. So, I mean, there's no shortage of good personalities, good leadership, and just good players in that dressing room. Katie Gauz, our guest here on the Panthers Insider Show this morning. Panthers and the Ottawa Senators tonight at 7. Panthers and the Leafs tomorrow at 7. And then the Panthers will have Montreal coming into FLA Live Arena on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And you don't want to miss that. Of course, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. And uh, we talk about the deadline there, Katie, but uh, everybody got their feet wet in a hurry in their new Panthers uniforms back on Thursday night. Claude Giroux and Robert Haig picked up their first points as Panthers uh, in the first minute of the hockey game. They both <laughs> registered assists. Claude Giroux had a couple of helpers, and then Ben Sherratt would pick up an assist later on when uh, he had a point shot deflected in. But uh, you look at the way those guys were all able to get into the mix, and of course, uh, especially from 
the perspective of Sherratt and Haig, not guys that are going to be leaned on for points every single night, but I'm sure it was fun for them to get on the score sheet. Claude Giroux, on the other hand, he's been a point producer his whole career, looked like he fit in pretty comfortably. Uh, I guess in mentioning that, what were your impressions as all three made their Panthers debuts back on Thursday in Montreal? Absolutely. Well, let's start with Giroux because I, I mean, it was, it was, as you said, seamless. He got into the mix very early into the game, but what stood out was the fact that he was being put in basically every position right out of the gate. You know, this wasn't just, Oh, you know, he was getting top line minutes, but he was playing. Obviously we saw the five forwards being utilized on the power play. Uh, you also saw him being used in important moments in the game on the penalty kill mm-hmm. towards the end when they were in that six on four situation. So to be able to come in and have just a really strong impact, he had great possession. He had great, you know, just defensive skills. I mean, we saw just tiny little bits of everything that he was advertised as. So it was nice. I mean, like you said, with some of the other guys, they're not expected to necessarily have points every night, but how nice is it for your confidence just to be able to join a new group and already feel like you're just contributing and making a positive impact. So for Sherratt, I think he did a really nice job working with Mackenzie Weger again, having literally nothing but a morning skate at that point to sort of assimilate uh, when we, you know, when we spoke to him after the game and he said, I was shaking off some rust. The team was shaking off some rust. Neither had played a game in a little while, but it didn't take long, and I think you saw as the game progressed how mm-hmm. how how much everyone was getting comfortable. And I think that just sort of is a testament to the excitement you should have moving forward of once these guys really start to build that chemistry. And Robert Haig, again, you know, putting up the minutes on that third line pairing, just playing his game, doing a solid job, getting on the score sheet. A guy like that, you really can't ask for much more. So overall, I think nothing but positive reviews from the debuts of all three players. Yeah, it's important to have, especially as you make a push toward the playoffs. Uh, it never hurts to have a surplus of defensemen, defense depth. Uh, you're going to need everybody as you get uh, closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs and into the playoffs. Katie Gauze, Bally Sports, Florida, FloridaPanthers.com, our guest here today. So the Panthers heading into a back-to-back weekend, uh, Katie. Uh, Ottawa, a pesky team. You certainly can't take them lightly. Mm-hmm. They have the ability to score, but uh, I know that I know the players take things one game at a time, but from our perspective, from our vantage point, from our seats, we're allowed to look ahead. We're allowed to circle certain dates. Yes. We're allowed to highlight certain things. And I don't, we're not undermining the Ottawa senators when we mention this, but uh, Katie, I think it's safe to say that the eyes of everybody, uh, not just those following the Panthers, but I think uh, across the hockey world, I think a lot of folks are going to be keying in on tomorrow night's game when the Panthers meet Toronto. Hard to believe they haven't seen the Leafs yet. They're going to have them three times the rest of the way. Those three matchups could have a lot of meaning in terms of determining where these two teams finish. Uh, how exciting is this matchup tomorrow? It's always exciting when the Panthers go into Toronto, but especially this season with what's at stake, the star power that's involved. I know we're all going to be keeping an eye on that one. Well, no question. And I mean, the standings alone are sort of, you know, the, they set you up for this type of, you know, anticipation and this type of excitement because, you know, there's still plenty of games left and things are close enough where every point against a team that's anywhere near you in the standings is very, very important. So of course, from a, you know, from a points perspective and the standings perspective, this game stands out. But it's also just the first opportunity to see a variety of superstars match up against each other. And okay, so who comes out on top? Those are sort of the storylines that carry over when you get to the postseason. You look back on these types of games and and you kind of evaluate 
and and sort of use these as a as a way to make predictions and sort of a game plan for what to expect. So to have Matthews, Marner, Bunting, that top line that's emerged over this season going up against the Barkov or Hagee Giroux. I, I mean, that's something I think as soon as the, the Giroux Barkov or Hagee line formed, people were already throwing out comparisons on Twitter, which one is better, you know, you know, people just sort of throwing their favoritism behind, you know, their own teams, but uh, there's a lot of hype around it. But I think kind of like you said, this Panthers team, they are very good at blocking out everything that's going on around them and focusing in on one game at a time. I think that the hype for playing Toronto for them will just be the excitement of seeing a new team, Mm -hmm. not nothing more than just a new opponent and a new challenge. And I think that, is the right way to approach it because ultimately there's going to be plenty more matchups against them. And depending on how things shake out, seeing them again. So I think just keeping it in that perspective of new team, new challenge, knowing it's a good team and the cats have proven all season long. They tend to step up and really come out flying against the best opponents. Yeah. They rise to the occasion in the big games and that's going to be uh, tomorrow night. Of course uh, they're all big this time of the year. Tonight's sure. a big game in Ottawa. Tomorrow's a big game when the Panthers visit Toronto. Tuesday is going to be a big game when the Panthers return home to take on Montreal. That's going to be a seven o'clock faceoff at FLA Live Arena. A couple before we let you get going here, Katie, but Spencer Knight, five straight starts for the Panthers. And uh, it wasn't necessarily planned out that way, but Sergei Bobrovsky, who's had a great season, he had that, that freak incident where he was hit by a puck on the bench in, uh, on, the, on the West Coast trip. And then they said he, he wasn't feeling well last week and Spencer Knight's come in and he's been able to just, you know, make it a seamless, uh, a seamless transition. He's a young guy. Didn't phase him playing those back-to-back games in Vegas and Anaheim last week. So uh, a good situation for the Panthers. I think when you get closer to the playoffs, you know, Sergei Bobrovsky's proven, you know, he's the guy he's the, he's had, he's won 30 games this season already as we move along, though, I think it's it's important when you push toward the playoffs to have two guys that are rolling along well, two numbers that you could call when it comes time to picking a goalie for a given night. And you won't have to w- run a guy into the ground uh, before the playoffs. I think that's a big luxury for the Panthers. They could go into the playoffs with both guys fresh and rested. But your impression of Spencer Knight since he's come back up from what was a nice stint in the American Hockey League, he's really come in and just done a great job here for the Panthers as he's made five straight starts. Yeah, well, it's no secret. Anybody that talks to me knows how much I, I adore Spencer Knight. The Katie Goss household a is a big Spencer Knight household. <laughs> it is. I've covered Spencer for a long time. So anytime he has success, I'm the first person to jump all over that bandwagon to make sure everyone's paying attention. But you mentioned it, Doug, that stint in the AHL. How what a testament to how much that a, a player at his age can benefit from going down, getting constant reps, playing in that environment getting confidence and getting wins and then coming back. I think you can't say enough about how well he was handled and how well that situation was handled, getting him down there every chance they got, um, really getting him into a nice routine. And now we are reaping those Mm. rewards. It's been so wonderful to see him come back with that confidence that we saw maybe from his very first few starts with us back when he was sort of riding the just adrenaline of being in the NHL of course, starting this season as a 20 year old, still keeping in mind, he doesn't turn 21 until April. So 
big month coming up for Spencer, the big two one, but uh, to come into the league and, and have to continue producing and performing at the level he was, no one expected that every single night. So to go down to the AHL, to get that confidence back and to be able to come up and, and start showing the flashes that we, we know from him that he is so capable of that we've seen from college, from his time at world juniors, super, super exciting. And something that fans should be really, really thrilled about, because like you said, heading into the postseason, you have to have your goaltending in order and you have to have that confidence that, you know, you have options that, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs from the roster to the goalies. It's important to have depth all across the board. So to have Spencer coming in and playing the way he is, is, is just really, is, it, I mean, it's a great thing. And, and there's nothing wrong with a little bit of that still just internal competition of, Hey, you know, he's playing really well. I'm stepping up my game back and forth. They feed off of each other. Goaltenders tend to, you know, succeed together. And mm. so to see that from Spencer, when we get Bob back in the mix, I think that's only going to make for a better situation for, for both goalies, but yeah, really excited to see what he's doing. And again, just hard to remember that he is so, so young and we have so many more years of this from him. Yeah. Well, I I've said it multiple times when I was his age, I was just excited that I was going to get to have a car on campus next year. <laughs> and uh, he's part of a, He's part of a team that's going to be making a push for uh, for a Stanley Cup, potentially. Katie Gauze, our guest here, last one for you, Katie. We talked a lot about the Panthers. Was there anything that happened in and around the trade deadline that uh, elsewhere across the National Hockey League that caught your eye? I know, uh, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury was on the move. We saw a lot of teams make depth moves. We saw Tampa Bay and the Rangers bolster their depth. Uh, was there anything that uh, that you saw around the league that really captured your attention? Well, I think you could kind of wrap it all up by just saying the East is a beast. Yep. Holy smokes. I mean, I know that it makes sense considering the number of teams that are really fighting for spots and anticipating those deep runs as opposed to the Western Conference where it's kind of clear who your leaders, you know, and, and your, your front runners are. But my goodness, between the New York Rangers making moves, uh, between Tampa bringing in Hagel and bringing in Nick Paul, which is going to be really great additions. With, and they always seem to make strong moves mm -hmm. at the deadline. We've seen that from them every single year. Uh, Toronto brings in Giordano. I mean, you really, you really can't yep. say enough about teams in the East that are just pushing for it. Boston had some, I mean... It's going to be a tough it matchup is. and it's, 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 it's great in terms of the competition, but it's also a little bit disappointing knowing that so many good teams in the East are going to be getting eliminated just by the nature of the beast, which is that they're all going to be facing each other in those first few rounds to get to the conference finals and the, the Stanley cup. It's just, it's crazy to, to try to look at the standings right now and see how close everything is and just how many teams have, have some serious, some serious weapons and some serious threats. And, uh, I mean, we, we gave Frank Petrano to, uh, to New York for that, uh, fourth round pick and now he's still in a really good spot. No. So it's, it's pretty incredible to, to have a player that gets traded and really isn't, isn't missing out on much. I mean, he's going to be in a really good spot as well. So there's just, there's a lot to watch for. There's a lot of good moves being made and it's going to make for a very exciting Eastern conference playoffs. Yeah. Rare to see where you go down the list and I'm sure all eight teams in the mix in the Eastern conference, they all think they have what it takes to make a run. There's nobody yeah. who's just going to be in happy to be there mode uh, when no. the playoffs start in the Eastern conference. So it's going to be exciting to watch and you hit it on the head there, Katie, the uh, Eastern conference picture. There are, there are no favorable matchups to be had. It's going to be <laughs> tough sledding 
all the way through, and whoever comes out of the Eastern Conference will certainly have earned it. Katie Gauss from Bally Sports Florida, floridapanthers.com, our guest here this morning. Katie, thank you very much, as always, for stopping by. Longtime friend of the program, and uh, great to have you back here once again. Thanks so much, Doug, and uh, let's get some more road wins and then get these boys back at FLA Live Arena. And the Panthers will be back. Thank you very much, Katie. The Panthers will be back Tuesday at 7 against Montreal, Thursday at 7 against Chicago. And, uh, folks, the Panthers, of course, those games, you can get the tickets at floridapanthers.com, ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK, the number to call. And it is the month of Marchment. You can score tickets starting at just $17 for those next two home matchups, Tuesday against Montreal, Thursday against Chicago, limited seats available. While supplies last, go to floridapanthers.com slash offers for more information. That's it for this edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Big thanks to Katie Gauze for stopping by this segment. As I mentioned, Panthers tonight in Ottawa at 7. We're on the air at 6.30 for Panthers preview. Tomorrow in Toronto at 7, 6.30 Panthers preview. 7 o'clock on Tuesday, the Panthers are back home against Montreal. And then Thursday, they've got Chicago at home as well. So get your tickets to those. Everybody, thanks very much for tuning in. I'm Doug Plagans. This has been the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.